0: My name is Sarah Fennell and since 2009, I have been on a rocket ship of personal growth and life mastery from quitting my career as a dental hygienist and launching an online business to becoming an international fitness and magazine cover model to finding the love of my life, my twin flame and building a business together to dealing with chronic illness and suffering from breast implant illness along with managing bipolar disorder. It has not been easy. I've been in a cycle of losing myself and finding myself for over a decade, but I've come to understand that this is life. I am never afraid to give up the good, to go for great, and constantly reinvent myself to have an extraordinary life. I am a seeker, and I invite you on a journey with me to become the best version of yourself to live your best life. This is The Fulfillment Project Podcast. Hello, friend. Oh my goodness, I've missed you. I've been away from the podcast for a few months now, and it's interesting. I've been wanting to come back and chat with you for the past week or two, and I was kind of stumbling on on what to chat about. I don't know if you've ever been in those situations where you're away from something for so long and you're like, oh my goodness, like what do I jump in and start saying or what do I start talking about? And I thought I would chat about why I've been away from the podcast, uh, what's been happening over the past couple months with the business and really talking about what to do when life is stressful and feels chaotic. Right? Right. Like I am sure you've been there where out of nowhere you realize like your life was kind of been turned upside down. You're letting the things go in your life that you know you shouldn't let go of like self-care or your structured routine and you end up in this space that you don't know how you created it. And sometimes you can feel like you are in quicksand and and you're sinking and you don't know how to pull yourself out. Have you been there? Let, let's talk about that. Um, I just came out of probably what I can call the busiest season um, our business has ever had, maybe the second busiest season. And it's funny because at the beginning of this year, Joe and I agreed that we would not create in stress and that we would become hyper aware to our lifestyle, our emotions, our physical body, and the state that we're in when we're creating the life of our dreams. And anyone who's a business owner who's listening to this, which I'm sure is most of you because that's who I attract, you've been through busy you've been through stressful times in your business and busy times, which is completely normal. You know, if you haven't been in a situation where you have felt stress or you felt pressure or you felt a little bit of overwhelm, you're probably not going for big enough goals. So these are normal, right? We, we want these challenges so that we rise to new levels and we come out on the other side, a different person with learned lessons in order to navigate moving forward, right? You feel me? And so at the beginning of this year, when we promised ourselves this, uh, it's interesting when you create these goals, I'll call them, for yourself, the universe really shows up and, and tests you. And when you're in the thick of stress and chaos and bumped out of that more so go with the flow type of routine that maybe you've been in, sometimes we avoid. So you you want to avoid it and you you just push through and you're like, well, I know this, this period or this season is going to be over on X date. So you push through. And if you've ever been someone who pushes through, you realize on the other end of that push through, you might end up completely flatlined or burnt out. You've let go of a regular structured routine so much because you've sacrificed things like meals or your fitness or your self-care, and that you end up almost in this hole that you have to pull yourself out of. And that's something that I've been through many times. We've talked about burnout on this show a lot of times, and it was a promise to myself that I made at the end of last year, beginning of this year, that I was going to be super hyper aware and not make sure I got to that. And so if you've been in that situation, I feel you. If you've been in the situation where you realize you're in the middle of it and you pull yourself out and you course correct, I want to give you a super high five because that's the conversation I want to have with you today is when life feels stressful and chaotic, how do you A, either prevent that from happening or B, pull yourself up and out of it because we need tools, right? You know, personal development is all around learning about yourself, your habits, your patterns. It's also learning how to go after the big goals and dreams that you have so that you can have an amazing, fulfilling, joyful life. But in order to be able to do that and continue to rise to those new levels, you need tools. And I consider it like having a tool belt so that when you're in these situations, you can be like, okay, what tool am I going to grab for here? Like, What can I do in order to help myself? Because when we don't have the tools, we end up in a pretty crummy situation that we don't want to be in. Then comes burnout, resentment, wondering why you're doing what you're doing. Is this even worth it? And all that stuff that comes out when you've created a situation that's not very good. And here's why Joe and I made this goal for ourselves. It was it's been a couple of years of progression. I've talked about this on the show where in 2019 we had our biggest income uh year to date for the business. But we did it in stress, we did it in chaos. Uh we did it without really evaluating how it was affecting our life and I promised myself that I don't care if I make that much money again, I want to be happy, calm and fulfilled. And then, you know, when COVID hit I'm sure, maybe you were in the situation where your life and your business was turned upside down. You had to rebuild, you had to pivot, shift, create new offers. You know, we did that. And I did that in a state of alignment, but there was still sacrifices when it came to health and energy management. And so at the so this year was really interesting because there was or this year to date, I mean, we're only in May. There's been so much auditing and and pivoting uh that I feel really proud about. Like oh, I want to really give myself a pat on the back. I did not burn out this spring and it was a lot. And so I just came out of at the at the beginning of April, I came out of two back-to-back launches. Launched School of Influence at the beginning of March and we launched for the first time the online version of the Transformation Mentorship, which we've aligned with two of our past clients, Ken and Brad. And for anybody listening to this who has done a launch, like a full-blown live launch, you front-load it with a free offer, you know, there's your sales cycle, like all the things. You know that it's a good, if your program's created, it's probably a good six weeks of prep and implementation. And if, you, if you're in the middle of creating your program while you launch, you know how much bigger that is in terms of the creation of the program, the sales pages, like all the things. You need to bring something that is just an idea into reality. And so I've never done back-to-back launches before. And I knew this going in that there would have had to have been some bigger energy management and pivoting and and auditing from a day-to-day perspective, depending on how I was feeling. But I really had no idea the, the amount of strain and I'll say overwhelm at first that I didn't anticipate getting into. On top of that, Joe and I were offered the opportunity to write the business section for human kinetics for um, personal training specialist textbook. And so uh, it's by a company called Human Kinetics. So anybody who's in the fitness PT world, I'm sure you have a textbook by Human Kinetics. Uh, It's a university level textbook. CanFit Pro uses it through all their certifications, and it's also in university uh, kinesiology courses. So we felt really blessed to be offered to write the section on the business of personal training or the business of fitness. And it wasn't an opportunity that we were going to let down. The problem was it was on a short deadline coming out of the end of our second launch of a program that we were still in creation for. And so it was a project that we couldn't, we had five weeks to do it and it wasn't a project we could jump in right away because of the deadlines from our other projects. And so with all of these deadlines and everything, we there was a lot of Lot of management of so many things happening until the end of April. And I had stepped away from the podcast, and, and I'll explain to you about, you know, knowing how to set boundaries and knowing how to decrease pressure so that you don't end up in a situation that is overly chaotic and where you burned out. And so that was my, that was basically our first quarter, which was a lot. It was awesome. Um, absolutely no regrets, but I think it's so valuable for you to be able to learn from someone who has been through high, high, high performing, high productivity output and conversing with and managing a lot of energy. So those of you who've done launches, you know, the management of energy through the audience, the participants, the sales calls, the onboarding, all that stuff. And, you know, like I said, I'm pretty, pretty proud of Joe and I, because when you can rise to the occasion of taking on different challenges and actually getting through it, this is when the universe actually opens up new doors for you. Like, I truly do not believe that you are handed situations that you are not ready to accept the challenge or that you are not ready to move through. And I want you to think of even like patterns in your life or situations that keep showing up and it's like, oh my God, like I end up in like the same situation, the same situation. Well, it's because you haven't learned the tools in order to manage that, right? Like life just doesn't all of a sudden get magical for you. It's because you become a different higher level person in order to achieve those different higher levels of growth and success and fulfillment and whatever that is that you're measuring. And so let, let's just jump into this call or jump into this conversation now. And I want to talk about A, you know, how to prevent these moments of stress and chaos because they can be prevented. And then also how to course correct when you're in them. I want you to stop pushing through. I want you to stop looking for the light at the end of the tunnel and saying, well, when I'm here, then I can focus back on my self-care or my health or my regular routine or eating regular meals again or whatever it is that you let fall when you get into stressful situations. Because I know that when life gets busy, um, patterns for myself in the past have been letting go of my self-care and structured routine. So you sacrifice the things that you know make you a high-performing person because you feel like you don't have the time. Skipping meals, that was usually a huge thing um, for myself. Uh, increased fatigue, definitely my lack of creativity would go down and I would feel wired but tired, meaning I'm exhausted, but it's like you're running on adrenaline and you, you got to keep going because you have to keep going. And it usually ends up with me not being able to fall asleep at night or when my brain's just like, running, running, running. And it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm laying there going, oh my God, all I want to do is sleep. So that that's a sign of like high cortisol when you're going to sleep and when your brain gets running like that. So it's a sign that your body is in that fight or flight or stress response. And what I've learned about the prevention of stress, some of these are gonna like you're you're probably gonna nod your head and say, Yeah, of course. But I want you to know if you're really doing them. So if you're someone right now who is not in a period of stress and you're not in a period of overwhelm. Pay attention to this section because I think we know that there are always, in, in a given year, there's a couple periods where life gets a little crazy. Like it just does. Think about your life over the past five years. There's been a couple times where life has gotten a little crazy. And there are things that you could have done in order to prevent the level of that stress. And so number one, healthy routine. Like, you know, this healthy routine, fueling yourself right, getting the sleep that you need to, moving your body, your physical, mental, and emotional health are what will be the biggest saviors for you to avoid spiraling into too much of a chaotic situation. So healthy routine, prevention, and I'm even going to say, you know, course correcting, make sure you get back on that healthy routine. Number two, to really prevent stress is to know your boundaries boundaries. I'm not going to go too deep into this. Uh there was a podcast with uh, my friends Emma and Claudia uh, a couple episodes ago talking about boundaries, talking about people pleasing and just sh- making sure that you are always serving yourself at any given moment from a non um like a non selfish perspective where you know that I need these things in my life. Like here is what my life needs to be constructed as or structured as in order for me to feel my best and show up as my best. Because when we start letting these boundaries slip, this is when we usually fall out of our routine. We're leaning into too many other people's needs and we're not protecting our own energy and our own life and what we need to feel our best. So really make sure you maintain your boundaries all the time. And the thing about sliding down that slippery slope of chaos and stress is that it usually doesn't happen overnight, right? It's not like today you're feeling great and tomorrow you're like, oh my God, unless something astronomical has happened in your life, like a a sudden breakup or maybe a death in the family or something like that, or COVID heading out of nowhere a year ago. But most of the time it is this small slow decline into a state where you just wake up and you're like, oh my God, like how how did I get here? Like, how did this start to happen? And that's usually the slip of your brown boundaries and it's the slip of your healthy routine that slowly accumulates. It's like gaining weight, right? On a day-to-day basis, it's not something that you really notice or even your health slipping, but all of a sudden you kind of wake up one day and you're like, oh, like I don't really feel good in my body. My clothes aren't really fitting great. What's been happening in the past couple of months that have led you up into that point? Those, those are the, the moments that you need to really start looking at. And the last one here to really prevent stress is to know what increases your stress. Like really get to understand yourself and being aware of those subtle signs that increase anxiety, increase that slight overwhelm, kick you out of your great structured routine and start to slowly accumulate. Like really get to understand yourself, audit yourself, know what makes you feel weird and icky and just not like yourself. And I know that you know that feeling where life just feels off. You don't feel like yourself. You're not doing the things that you want to do. And you just realize that there's something wrong in life. Like that's that off feeling. And those are usually the first signs of getting to stress and knowing that about yourself and staying strong in your conviction in order to stand up for yourself with what you need. Again, coming back to boundaries is what will really prevent these high, high, high levels of stress. And so knowing what increases your stress for myself, I know that short deadlines that I did not anticipate increase my stress. I think a lot of people are like that. Like if someone throws something on your plate and they're like, I need this in three days. Well, you know, I'm sure the next three days have been planned out for yourself and you start to question like, where am I going to fit this in? What needs to be sacrificed in order for me to do that? So short deadlines for me, I've learned that I need to communicate. I need to be able to say no. I need to be able to ask, is this like do or die if this is not done by this deadline? And really negotiating with Whoever put that deadline on you, or if you put that deadline on yourself, to really evaluate how you cannot put yourself in that situation. The second thing that really, that I know that really increases my stress is open ended projects, um, which are unavoidable as a business owner. And so understanding how many open ended projects I take on is key. Uh, Launch School of Influence. Um it, it's created, but there was you know the onboarding and like it's it's not like you just launch and you're done. Like there's there's a couple weeks of really onboarding people and getting people situated into that. Um creation of a program. We launched Transformation Mentorship, still in creation. Um, and then that book deal. So I had like three open-ended projects at one time that really overwhelmed me and I wouldn't say that I wouldn't do that again but again I'd come back to my toolbox and asking you know how can I maybe increase productivity outsource more take more of that off my plate with the open-ended projects because the thing about open-ended projects and when I say that I mean it's not like you just work on them for a week like maybe it's a month long project and you have to know when to step away at the end of the day and know that that project's not complete but close it out in your brain for the day. Or understand, okay, here are the times I'm going to be sitting down to get this done. Here is my timeline. So that you can give yourself the mental release. Because it's the mental stress and the mental pressure and your inability to turn off your focus on that open-ended project that will give you that sense of stress. And all stress is created in the mind. Unless it's a physical stress where you have been hurt or in a car accident, or something where the body is actually healing. Most of the stress comes from the mental stress. And understanding, if you're like me, these open-ended projects will accumulate within your mind, increasing stress. And the last thing, definitely not the least, but my top three for, you know, what what I know really increases my stress is disorganization and chaos. I cannot run in chaos. And I don't think most people can. Again, it's the mental fatigue when you got too many things running in your mind, how are you able to fully participate and show up with what you need to do? And so making sure that you're organized. And one of the things I really did through uh, quite a few times through, you know, the past couple of months of of being in high productivity and, and a lot of output happening is communicating with Joe and communicating with team um, what really needs to happen Couple times we pause for a complete day to reorganize and restructure and ground, which is something that I'd never done in the past. I was usually one of those people where I'm like, push through, like I don't have time to stop and like think about this, like we're on deadlines, like this has to get done, there's expectations, there's pressure. But taking the pause to regroup, clear your mind, get organized, communicate with what you need. Oh my God. (laughs) It was like game changer. And it's one of those things I look back and I'm like, why why the heck did I not do this sooner? And so those are the top three things that really increase my stress, short deadlines, open-ended projects, and disorganization and chaos with what needs to be done or the structure, timeline, project management type of thing. And so and I know this happens with Joe, I know this happens with my clients. So if you're someone who is running on short deadlines, if you have an open-ended project, and if you're disorganized, please, please, please fix those right now. And making sure that you're coming into busy seasons, understanding that about yourself so that you can navigate and course correct quickly. All right? So those are the three things for really making sure that you avoid or prevent high stressful situations. Make sure you keep your healthy routine, really understand your boundaries, and knowing what increases your stress so that you prevent getting into these quicksand type of situations. Now, I know that life is not perfect and that doesn't always happen that way, right? And so how do you course correct when you get into a stressful situation? How do you course correct when you feel like you have all this work on you, all this pressure on you? How do you course correct when you feel like you've let your life get out of control, And you're fatigued and you're exhausted and you don't want to show up for your life and you feel like you're pushing people away and you're wondering why you've done this and you resent and you ask yourself, is this even worth it? There's a few things that you can do. And this is what I had done throughout these past couple of months. So number one, um, recognize your early signs of coming into a stressful situation, right? So if you're getting tired, More quickly, if you're letting go of that self care routine, skipping meals, if you find your creativity is going, if you feel like you're getting short, if you feel like you're not enjoying what you're doing anymore, those are all early signs of getting yourself into a very stressful situation. And here's the thing about being a business owner you are choosing to do this. You are choosing to do this. And so it is your responsibility to ensure that you're creating an environment that you enjoy creating and showing up in. Or else, what the heck are you doing? Right? That has always been my driving force since I started a business was that I am choosing to do this. So if I'm not enjoying something or it's negatively impacting my life, I got to course correct that because why am I creating this type of a life for myself? And so really understanding what those early signs are for yourself are huge game changers to be able to catch yourself before you end up too far down that rabbit hole. Number 2, ask for help. Ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Whether that's even asking your spouse, boyfriend, you know, significant other, husband, wife, you know, can you help me with this? Or, you know, can I have you take over these household chores? If it's your business partner, communicate with what you need. If you need to outsource, please do. I know a lot of people avoid outsourcing or hiring help because it's the extra cost and investment on top of it. But I want you to think about it this way. What is your health and mental health worth to you? If you could give yourself an extra three or four hours per week, what is that worth to you in terms of the quality of your life and your business? And when I shifted that mentality a few years ago, it was game changer. And thinking if I can hire someone for you know, $30 an hour to do these tasks that anyone can do and give myself that time and that space, that is 100% worth it to me. And that is how an entrepreneur, how a high-performing person thinks It's not how can I get this all done? It's how can I formulate my team of of Avengers is what Joe and I kind of call it. You know, how can I formulate my team of, of Avengers to be able to help me conquer and take this on so that I can feel my best within this process? Number three is daily auditing. Listen to yourself. How often have you shut down how you're feeling, how you're thinking, how your body is responding, how you're emotionally feeling? Human beings are really great at compartmentalizing emotions. Like, and I'm putting my hand up to this too, my friend. We can compartmentalize, not think about it. And we're like, I'll just like fix life when I'm out of this season. Don't do that. Court, like audit and course correct yourself on like a daily or like hourly basis. And, and I'm doing this all the time. Even if it's like a heavy call day, you know, if I've got five minutes between calls, sometimes I'm like out the door to walk around the block for like three minutes. Like really, really quickly, just like clear my head, ground myself, get outside, get some fresh air, get some sunshine, something different so that I can show back up refreshed again. So don't push through, stop, listen to yourself and what you need in those moments. Because again, like what I said earlier, it is those small, small, small decisions every single day that add up to how you're feeling in the future. What you do today is creating your reality for tomorrow, the next day and the next day. And so... If you're not making those conscious, informed decisions now, think about your decisions now and how they are affecting you moving forward, because life just doesn't automatically get better. Number four, remove excess pressure. And this is why I backed off the podcast a little bit. Um, This is why my uh, social media went down for three weeks as well. Not going to get into on on this conversation, but I was hacked and, and locked out of my accounts. Uh, so removing excess pressure. So I freaked out when my social media was taken down right away, but then I thought, well, we're done our launches. Yes, I want to show up and like serve and, and be there with an audience, um, and not ghost people, but was it really, really necessary for me to be on social media? No. So I kind of stressed for a couple of days and I was like, eh, don't need this, you know, cleared off my plate. Uh, I stressed about not showing up on the podcast for a little while. And then again, auditing, is this a priority right now? If I'm putting energy into this, what is it taking away from? Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Always remember that. Always remember that. Every time you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. That could be your health, that could be time with family, that could be something in your business. And always come back to how you want to feel and show up and action and create within your life. And be careful what you're saying yes to. And so, I just removed all the excess pressure of stuff that was not mandatory for the business and for my life in that moment of time. I said no to some social things um, before we went back into full lockdown, said no. Um, and, and I just, you know, it was one of those things where I had to, like, you can't overcramp your schedule. What is a necessity? What do you need to show up for? And then what do you also need in your life in order to maintain that energy and vibrancy and vitality that you need to show up in that busy season? And the last one here is give yourself what you need. This has come up quite a few times in this conversation, but when we're in those moments of stress, sometimes we let go of the self-care. We let go of the sleep. We let go of the breaks throughout our day. We let go of the hydration. We, you know, skip meals and pressure through. That is the worst thing you can do for yourself. It is the worst thing you can do for yourself. Because when you can learn to show up in your life performing at a high level while taking care of yourself in the process, you, you've figured it out, my friend. Like that is how you continue, you know, growing and building and stepping into new levels while still staying in alignment and fulfillment for your life. So give yourself what you need, remove the pressure, audit every single day, every hour if you can. Ask for help and really know those early signs of getting yourself too far down that rabbit hole. of the the quicksand of, of chaos and stress in your life. And so I hope this has served you whether you feel like you're in one of those busy seasons right now or whether you're in an awesome, flowing, maintaining season. Because when we are not listening to ourselves and when we are not doing the things that we know that we should be doing, it ends up being in that slippery slope. And one of the things I've come to really understand about myself and humans in general is that there's really two sides of ourselves. There there is your default self and then there is your higher self. And your default self is someone it is the part of you that always goes for the quick gratification. What do I want in this moment in time? What is going to make me feel good right now? What do I automatically want to go to? That's your default self. And usually those actions are not the actions that allow you to feel and show up as your best. It's, you know, going to bed too late. It's maybe drinking alcohol. It's grabbing something quick for food that's not so healthy. It's not stopping and going for breaks. It is, you know, procrastinating and putting something off. It's the quick gratifications, the instant gratifications. It's those quick moves in order to get on to the next thing. Whereas your higher self... It's always those decisions looking forward into the future. How would my best self show up right now? What do I need in this moment to continue to make me thrive into the future? If I was to make the best possible decision for myself, for my life, for my family, and for my business right now, what would that decision be? Whether you feel like doing it or not. You know that voice, that voice inside your head that tells you that you should go out for a run or that you should go work out. That's your higher self, but your default self is the one going, uh, you know, I just don't feel like it right now and I'm just kind of tired and my body feels heavy. Don't listen to that default self because that default self does not have your best interest at heart, your best future interest at heart. It has making you feel good in this moment. But usually those, those feel good moments, those, those feel good actions in the moment aren't leading you into your best self. So I've learned to really listen to that higher self and ignore the default self, the quick gratification, because if I'm always looking to serve my future self, I'll always be making the best decision. And so I urge you to do that. Pay attention to the voices inside your head. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I was laughing as I said that. Sorry. Okay. Listen listen to the two voices inside your head and, and you know what those voices are. The default self and your higher self and really learn to drown out that default self and listen to your higher self because listening to your higher self allows you to get into action even if you don't feel like you're doing it. It gives you a sense of pride when you move forward with that action and it allows you to actually step into a higher level version of yourself again and again and again. And when we do the things we don't want to do, that is what actually increases your confidence and gives you so much self-esteem to be able to prove to yourself, oh my God, like I can do this. And I find that when I listen to my default self, it erodes at my confidence because I break promises to myself. When you know that you should do something and maybe you say you're going to do it and then back out, you're breaking promises to yourself. And have you ever had a friend or maybe in a relationship where they keep breaking promises to you? How does that make you feel? Do you trust that person? Do you rely on that person? Do you want to continue to build a life with that person? No. So why would you continue doing that to yourself? Because that's going to erode at your self-esteem and your ability to believe in yourself that you can actually do anything that you want to do as long as you learn to figure it out and always serve your higher self hey, my friend. I really enjoyed that conversation. I think that we can, we can learn the most about ourselves when we are in full awareness and auditing through the stressful times. I've learned to welcome the, the, the hardship. I've learned to enjoy the struggle because I learned so much about myself. Because if I'm, if I'm not willing to learn and grow through that past stressful time, then you know what I'm going to keep ending up in the same thing again and again. Patterns are there for a reason. They're there because you're not willing to look and see, hmm, how can I build tools, gain to, gain tools in order to help me through this moving forward. And that is what personal development is all about. It's equipping yourself with a tool belt to be able to handle the bigger stuff coming down the pipeline. Because as Jim Rohn said, you know, don't wish for things to be easier, wish for you to get better. And I absolutely love that quote and I heard it probably 10 years ago and it's something that I've always kept in the back of my mind. If I can learn to get better, then life actually feels easier. So don't just wish for it to get easier. Wish for yourself to get better because no one wants an easy life because without that challenge and without those expectations on ourselves to be able to rise, we never feel we never truly feel the pride as we step into those higher levels of ourselves. So Good chatting with you, my friend. I am happy to be back. I got some interviews coming down the pipeline um, and lots of awesome stuff. So I will chat with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. You freaking rock. I love our community. I would love for you to join me over on Instagram. It is my favorite platform to hang out in. And if we're not connected, just find me, Sarah.fennel. And I would also love for you to take a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to here today and throw in your stories, tag me, let me know what resonated with you the most. It helps me create more content for you moving forward. And always remember that we are in this together.